This is Will. And Lexi. And you're listening to the Danny Cast. So today we're going to talk about some of our um, new favorite party games. Yep. Uh, so I guess to kick it off, I'm really surprised that we haven't talked about this one here yet. I think we meant to multiple times and I don't know, we just never reviewed it. So many of you have probably played it. Will has probably sold it to many of you <laughs> who listen to this podcast. Um, so the game is? Codenames. So great game. Fantastic. Well, yeah. So I love Codenames. I, I think that Codenames, spoiler for the review, this is my favorite game of last year. I think this is the best game that came out last year. I'm going to be flabbergasted if it doesn't win the Spiel des Jahres. It's, it is it is a winner. It is yeah. so good. Everyone loves it. I don't know anyone who... Like, even people who hate word games, like Will, for instance, love Codenames. It's not a word game. Right. Um, we've even played it with non-English speakers. Um, and totally worked fine. I feel like it probably is more of a challenge for them. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So... Should we describe the basic premise sure. for those who don't know? Why don't you go for it? All right. So you have a grid of uh, words. Um, there's one word per card. And there are um, clue givers. So there's two clue givers. There's two teams, red and blue. And one clue, um, the clue givers sit on one side of the table so they can look at this little grid sheet that tells them which words are red which is the red team's words which teams are blue which are the blue team's words which teams are gray which words are gray which are neutral and which word is black which is the bomb word i don't know what you assassin. call it assassin <clears throat> word and so you can't neither team can say that word otherwise the game ends immediately mm -hmm. so you try to get your team uh, if you're the clue giver you get your you try to get your team to guess the um the words of your color on the grid and the only clue you're allowed to give is one word followed by a number so you could say something like suppose you had the words mermaid trident and um i don't know fish on the board you might say uh i, oh, I, had, I had a good one no <laughs> ariel three or something like that i don't know neptune three, neptune three would be good that would be even better so uh, then they can proceed to guess the number, um, a number of words up to um, the number of the number that you gave plus one. Sorry, Danny is making a lot of racket in the background. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her. She's running back and forth. I'm not sure what she's doing. Jumping jacks for dogs. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, uh so they can guess. So in that case, they would be able to guess up to four words. The, but they have to choose, um, they choose the words they're guessing by pointing at the word. Um, if they point at a word that is wrong, they then cease their guessing, no matter how many they, guesses they had left, and play goes on to the next team. You go back and forth until someone either chooses the bomb word, in which case the game is over and the other team wins, or one team gets all their words. Right. If, if the other team chooses uh, the opposing team's word, that counts for the opposing team as well. Right. So yes, it's a fun game. So it's very simple, very fun. Um, I personally like it at four people with two clue givers and two clue guessers, and at a bajillion people with an, an enormous team disagreeing on the clue while one incredibly stressed out clue giver is trying to uh, communicate to this horde of people. Yeah, uh, at some of Will's um, 
Will recently, one of his best friends, Edward Linton, got married, and we had about 18 people over his parents' house playing code names. I didn't know you could play it with 18 people, but you can, sort of. <laughs> um, yeah, it becomes an interesting negotiation and team tactics game. And then... Uh, what did they call it when they randomly... Oh, he went rogue! Yeah. When somebody randomly gets fed up and touches one of the cards, like, right. I think it's this one. So we strictly play by that if somebody touches a card, you have chosen that card no matter what, and you can't take that back. Which means that if it's a team of five people and one person just randomly runs out and touches a card, you he just touched a card for the whole team. And so that counts. And so people were going rogue where they were fed up with the arguments would just touch a card without, you know. Like, I'm done with this. You guys are thinking agreement. too hard. <laughs> and sometimes they were the hero and sometimes they were the villain. <laughs> Frequently they were the villain. Frequently they were the villain. It was so. a good time. So uh, the other variant, um, as you, if you are so in love with code names that you've looked it up before, you may have heard there's a code name Pictures coming out. Yes. Okay, it's not out yet. Um, we did manage to play this, uh, and we both, I thought it was really fun. What did you think about it? I thought it was really fun. It was surprisingly easier than normal code I names. I thought the exact same thing, because the problem is, um, unlike the, myst- I know a lot of people play code names with Mysterium cards, or um, Dixit. Dixit cards, you know, the very strange, like, million things going on in the picture, nobody really has any idea what they mean, um, those type of cards. Well, these cards were much simpler, they're black and white, and they have a picture on them of something, usually strange, like, my favorite card I think that I saw was a dinosaur on a old-timey big-frame bicycle. Um, With a top hat? I don't think he had a top hat. He was definitely riding a bicycle. He was definitely a dinosaur. A T-Rex, a T-Rex riding a bicycle. <laughs> I, I really hoped that was going to be the word, but I don't think it was ever any time. <laughs> no. Or a picture, I should say. But um, unlike playing it with Mysterium or, or um, Dixit cards, uh, it, you know, you could say bicycle, right? Or T-Rex. Or I'm not really sure how else you could interpret a T-Rex on a bicycle other than like prehistoric nonsense. But Monster? I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. that's true. So I feel like there was a lot less interpretation, which, I don't know. That's why I think it was easier, like you said. Right, because the thing is with words, you you have to find synonyms or related words, whereas with a picture, you can literally just describe the picture. Right. right? You can say basically the actual word. I'm using air quotes because there is no actual word on the card. Um, You could say dinosaur. Because you could literally say dinosaur. You could literally say T-Rex. Yeah. So... So that, made, so that made it a little easier. It made it basically incredibly easy to get one-word clues, which I guess it's easy anyway, but it even made it easier to make two-word clues because a lot of times the pictures would have some detail that was in common, and then you could say just what that detail was. Yeah. Um, the other thing I like about this game is that depending on the groups you play it with, there's, like, um, varying number of words that are, like, you know, oh, okay, that was good, or, like, oh, well done. Like, I think... Um, when we played with uh, at Edward Linton's wedding weekend, right. I think like two words was common, right? That was right. the most common. It would be like, okay, two words. If you got three, you were like, yeah, I did really well, you know? Right. But I think Joe and other people have said that like seven words was something that they got, which I think is all of your words, right? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so... Yeah. I don't know. Even if you're on the same wavelength, I think that's very hard to do. <laughs> yes. I think that you have to be pretty pro. I don't think we've ever gotten more than four. Maybe we've gotten five once. I think I got five once and I was like super proud. Right. It was with my siblings who are clearly really were on the made same from wavelength. the same mold. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but other than that, 
Um, so. And your siblings really enjoyed the game. I think you sold it to every single one of them. So yes. you're welcome, Vlada. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, every person I've played this with has literally gone on Amazon and bought it immediately. It's a, it's amazing. It, and it, my siblings own it, it too. Just, it just... It, it's an amazing game and everybody loves it. It's yeah, nothing, not more, more, not much more to say about it. It's, nope, that's I think it. my favorite party game. Yeah, ever. it's great. It's a good. So, uh, okay. want to talk about? Uh, yeah, well, we were going to talk about the next one. We so we recently had um, Danny Con, we're calling it, uh, which is where now don't be offended if you weren't invited. It was siblings only this year, but next year we're thinking about opening it up to all of our fans. Our fans, <laughs> which is like. Joe and Michael and whoever else has to listen to this podcast, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be invited. But um, if we have it again next year, but so basically we had our our siblings, which is about and and significant others, which is probably I forget it was ten people total. I thought right. Oh yeah, ten people total. We had one significant other myth- missing. So, right. but anyway, so we played a lot of party games that weekend because people wanted to all be in the same game together. Um, so one of the games that we found worked really great with 10 people, uh, and probably more, right? I don't know. I think Maybe, it would work well with more. I think it'd you'd work have bigger well. teams. Yeah, you'd have bigger teams. Okay. Um, we did it kind of like a partner game. It's called, but wait, there's more, which, uh, is kind of what it sounds like. Do you want to describe this one? Sure. So this one you have, you're given, um, some silly object you're supposed to sell and use personally everybody's supposed to sell this one object except everybody has a different feature that they have <laughs> as their version of that object and you're given a hand of features to add on um, so they'll put down like umbrella which will be the card that everyone at the table has to sell they have to sell an umbrella right and then they choose sorry you can explain it no keep going they choose from their hand um, in the beginning so we played it partner wise so like Will and I were a team actually all the couples ended up being teams and so I would start and I'd say, okay, my feature is, you know, um, can fly really high or something like that, or, or allows you to fly really high. So I'd say, oh, well, so, uh, all right, I've got this great, great new umbrella that you want to buy. It, it has, I don't even, <laughs> it, it can make, you can fly really far with it or really high, whatever I said. And then you have to describe like a little bit about it. You're trying to sell it. Clearly I'm not doing a good job here, but, <laughs> um, and then, and then in the middle of halfway selling, through the time. halfway through selling it, you flip over a random feature you have to add to this thing. So, um, like, also protects your baby or something ridiculous yeah. that may have nothing to do with the object and makes no sense. Usually has nothing to do with the object, <laughs> which makes it even more fun, right? <laughs> and then your partner is supposed to sell, but wait, say, but wait, there's more, and, and explain she- the other part of the feature that <laughs> that's great. added onto the umbrella, right? So it's. It's naturally funny just because yeah. the features are funny and the objects are funny, but also it's totally like a showmanship game. Yeah. Right? You're, you're hamming it up for everybody and like everybody's <laughs> acting and trying to come up with the best joke. Not to mention that like your brother and my sister are both in sales. Right. <laughs> so it was just totally amusing to play this game with them. Yes. But I feel like we didn't do that bad either. No, I think we did fine. <laughs> Considering we're engineers. I'm not sure either of them won actually. I think that... Uh... I don't know either. So there is kind of a scoring mechanic to the game, which I think was kind of useless. So you could play with that. I think if you played without it, it would be just as fun. Oh, yeah, maybe more fun. So you were supposed to vote after everyone goes around the circle with that object, like the umbrella. Then at the end, you were supposed to divvy out how many points you thought each team got, which I think was kind of silly because by the end of five rounds, five people talking about this umbrella, you forgot what the first one how funny the first one was right so it's a little bit of a broken mechanic but but it's a party game so the scoring is not really important no exactly we we play telestrations one of our favorite party games yeah and uh we literally have never scored it before 
Isn't it called Eat Poop You Cat when Eat you don't you score it? Yeah, that's the old, that's the original name on Boarding Geek for the uh, for just the pen and paper version. Yeah, we play that version a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Except now we have new markers. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, but wait, there's more, and I think we got an expansion from that that we forgot to play. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll have to try that. Anyway, great times. But wait, there's more. So then the third game we wanted to talk about. You want me to talk about it? Yes. Okay, so this might be. <laughs> One of my favorite games that we played at the gathering. Um, <laughs> we managed to buy it from the creator on the way on his way out the door. I think it's last copy or yeah. second to last copy. Um, so this game is called Happy Salmon. <laughs> it is a ridiculous party game. Um, there's some movement involved. Um, do you want to explain it? Sure. So in this game, you have a de- every person gets a deck of cards that have four different actions on them. They have High fives, uh, switch switcheroo, which means switch spots with somebody, <laughs> uh, fist bump. Yeah, pound well, it. Pound it. That's right. That's what it says, pound it. Or happy salmon. And happy which, salmon is you take it, your arms. You can't see us, but you take your arms like like touching elbows, kind of, and you, you flop. Yeah, you touching your hand to each other's wrist, and then you like flop your hands to like each other's fish. elbows. You oh, you touch each other's your hands elbows. to each other's elbows, and you flop, you flop your, your arms, arms around like, like like fish salmon. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, the happy salmon. Yes. And so the game is literally you try you have whatever card is face up on your deck, you have to do that action with somebody else who also has that card face up, and then you discard that card and go to the next card in your deck. And you're trying to get rid of your whole deck. That is the whole game. That's the entire and you're doing game. it as fast as possible, yelling out whatever your top card is, trying to make eye contact with somebody with the same <laughs> card as you. And there's all gestures for all these. So switcheroo is like you make the I don't even turn around signal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And like, uh, and hold out your fist hold for pounding. Pound pound high, high five, you wave your hand way up. And, yeah. and happy salmon, you're just like shouting happy salmon. <laughs> happy salmon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Flop around me yeah. crazily. So it's tons of fun. You look like idiots playing it. It lasts about, what, three minutes around, maybe right. less. <laughs> so we did this as a tournament during, <laughs> <laughs> during uh, Danny Con. I think it's six player only, right? Yes, yeah, six player. Which players. I think it would be too chaotic if there were more than six players. I think you could easily get a second copy of this and play this with <laughs> any number of players. I think we should try it. <laughs> <laughs> so we played this and uh, I think somebody took a bunch of Snapchats of it and basically it's like, it's like some people just shouting wildly like that's like basically what the whole video looks like and people running around in circles and knocking into each other it's a whole bunch of fun yeah i saw i saw a few different strategies despite the despite the appearances there are some strategies there's the my sister lexi's sister strategy was to violently insert herself into whatever action was being done such as leaping across the table for a high five or a pound or whatever stealing it even if the person didn't notice that she was coming and then uh i think she won so it worked rather well she did win my brother took the opposite tactic of just instead standing there and yelling really loudly whatever he wanted until somebody came over to him oh there is some strategy though you can like put the card in the back if like somebody you don't think anyone's gonna do a high five for a while because you just missed three of them in a row or something so you can put that card in the back and then proceed with the next card right so you never get stuck you never get stuck so you can choose when to move to the back and when to hold on to the action it's you had. tricky there's a lot of strategy lots there. of strategy <laughs> we had this game explained to us at the gathering by yes. josh i think yes and he was like uh 
all right, yeah, I'll explain this game to you. And he told us those rules, right? And about how long did it take? Five minutes to explain it. And then he said, all right, I'm going to bed. And we're like, you're not going to play with us? <laughs> and he said, no, that's enough for me. <laughs> it was a great game. Totally yeah. enjoyable. Glad I purchased it. Yeah. <laughs> so happy salmon. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite party game? Ever? Ever. I really like Telestrations. Telestrations. Telestrations is a great party game. I love... I like code names a lot. Um, I don't know what else. What else do I like? What's your favorite? My favorite is code names. I think code names for sure. Um, but actually, if Mysterium counts as a party game, I would choose that. I don't, but I don't think, think it, it really does. It takes too long. Um, I-, I would say we used to play Wits and Wagers all the time. Like almost like, like every once day. a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least once a week. And we haven't played that in months. a while. Months. Maybe. Maybe a year. No, I don't think that long. I think we played it at, at the last. Our last little board game shindig. Oh, did we? Okay. Um, but. But yeah, we've got some new new contenders. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're wits and wait. We would have played wits and wagers before we played code names instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but yeah, good party game. A good party game is is a lot of fun. I think it's a I think it's a good time. So. Yeah. And they're accessible. You know, it's a good gateway gateway gaming. Right. Yeah. So actually, funnily, my brother Andrew is not particularly a gamer in any way i mean he never played video games he doesn't really seek out board games but he does he runs he is now in charge of the board game club at his company and even has a budget apparently for board game club for i don't know if it's for snacks or if it's for board games but uh um so i think it's yeah it's pretty legit he said it's very important to employee morale that he keeps up the board game club i think his boss told him that (laughs) so uh but he played but that he his bought the two games he bought were Wits and Wagers, and now he's bought Code Names. So those are like big old cl- crowd pleasers at this uh, at this you know, sales team in Texas. He had said he wa- he had wished that he had, but wait, there's more too because he was going to that sales conference. Oh, that's right. You remember that? He yeah. said it would be perfect for a group of salesmen <laughs> or salespeople. Yeah. So these games are crowd pleasers. I mean, even if you're not a big gamer, like it, it, people love them. You can so. learn them fast. You can play them fast. Yep. So yeah. anyway great games so is that it for the danny cast today i think so yeah so next time we'll we might talk about some of the strange nano games that we played mm-hmm. uh, if you're feeling up to it and danny that's just about the end of danny's attention span <laughs> all right all right thank you everybody so this... that's will and lexi and this is the danny cast <laughs>